Omaha Central High has a tradition of excellence dating back to 1859. Let's continue that excellence here. Well, we're back once again for another amazing episode of Chatting at the Sea, joined here with Mr. Brent Larson. Brent, how's it going today? It's great. Thanks for having me in today. This is amazing. It's always fun to kind of, we have those downtimes of Christmas break to do these things. It's usually a little chaotic during the year where you're like, oh, like, let's do a podcast. And then there's no time because there's 10,000 things going on. Absolutely. I don't know how you find the time to do all that. And and uh, as much as I like to not deal with, with school-related things, this is definitely worth the trip and, and to come talk. Yeah. And as teachers, we don't always get the time to like reflect on our teaching and reflect on our lives and like kind of share more about that stuff. I feel like that's such a you're doing master's classes maybe or your undergrad stuff and then that ends and like we always need to reflect we always need to look back it's, it's important to take that time let's take a quick commercial break to talk about our sponsor of course the central high foundation let's talk about some scholarship opportunities in december 1980 a member of the class in 1932 donated two thousand dollars to start the central high school scholarship endowment fund Principal G.E. Doc Muller immediately started solicit money from various sources in order to guarantee the perpetual growth of the fund. Today, the scholarship endowment has grown over a million dollars. Currently, the Central High School Foundation awards more than 44 scholarships to graduating seniors. Recipients are chosen by the Central High School Scholarship Committee on the basis of application, scholarship, citizenship, and need. To support the Central High School Scholarship Fund, contact the Central High School Foundation website at chsfomaha.org under the tab Support. Thanks for supporting Central students. Let's get back to our episode with Brett Larson. So let's get into our first question. I ask every single teacher that's on the show, what makes Central such a special place? And I, 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 like, I like that question because when people ask me, when they find out that I teach at Central, oh, what? Tell me about oh, Central, and my answer is it's a special place. Yeah. But now I having to th- stop and think about okay, well, well, why is that? Is it didn't take very long to come up with a with a huge list, and so I'm gonna I just thinking about it in a, the other day, and it, what what I'm gonna default back to is the Eagle ABCs. But I'm gonna change them up just a little bit. Um, what makes it special is our academics, where there are schools around that will focus on uh, certain magnets, certain programs. Uh, Central doesn't have that. And I say that throughout all of our programs, we're top notch. Yeah. Um, and so you send a kid here that you know that they're gonna be getting a good, good solid foundation. Uh, I'm gonna change the B from behavior to the building because the building for as long as it's been here, uh, it has so many different touchstones for generations of, of people. When you talk to people who have been through here, uh, they remember things about it where there's, of course, the alum that will say, well, we remember where there was, there was no cover on the, on the courtyard. Mm-hmm. We were throwing Snowball snowballs. Fights, yeah. um, there was people that, you know, where they, where the old gym and new gym used to be. There was, oh, we were here when there was no air conditioning. Um, <laughs> no Wi Fi. No Wi Fi. Plugged in. There was, uh, God, what was the other ones that I was that was coming to mind? It was, stairs. Uh, I've heard the stairs, stairs the stairs, the portables, the, um, it, and now the the next generation has has the new addition. They were mm-hmm. here for all of that and being able to take advantage of that. So the the building has something that that people just love this this place. Um, and then the last is the community. And and if, of course the the foundation that Central has is amazing. They are an amazing support for what we've got. The alumni are great. The students here are amazing. Uh, I think I've listening to people who have who you've talked with have always said that the 
the people that we work with, this is the real world. Yeah. They come from all walks of mm-hmm. all walks of life, all different parts of the city, um, and that just makes it real. It makes it so much fun to be a part of. And I, I consider myself real, real lucky to be a part of this super special place. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I love the take on the Eagle ABCs. That's amazing. That's that's really cool. Well, speaking of, of and understanding you adjusting the ABCs to that, to be a teacher here is one thing, but then to, to have your, your children go to school here, that's not a dig on anybody who doesn't send their kids here. Education to education in so the end. It's okay. It's okay. But you, of course, have both of your children go to school here, and that's a really big head nod to supporting this institution and supporting this. We, of course, have your son, ninth grader Isaiah, and Amelia, who's a senior this year. So talk about the choice of sending your students to this building and to the school. So the I've been teaching here before my kids were born. Um, and so there are people who teach here at the building that I I've, have taught with that have known my kids since they were babies. Yeah. Um, and all the way through, uh, I've always, always been always told our children they have a choice they Mm -hmm. they can we want them to choose what's best for them and I don't want to force that on them because there's nothing worse than making your kid do something like that when maybe that's not their thing maybe that's not where they want to be so when Amelia was coming through we 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 did the tours we checked things out um, and she decided on her own that this center was going to be the place and I I don't think she regrets that at all. Isaiah, on the other hand, was he just knew he just he went to some camps at other other schools, checked some things out, but it's like, no, nah, it's okay. And it's a super special thing, um, and it's a testament for who we are working with as a, a who we work with as in the classroom. Um, yeah. I trust the teachers here, um, and as you know, with with your with your own children, you you want what's best for them, and there's yeah. no way that I would put my kids into a spot where I know they were not going to be taken care of. Um, and so it's, it's, it's comforting to know this is a great place. And I trust this community to that this is going to be what's best. And I have not been disappointed. And I know that it hasn't been hard for me to be convinced because this is where, this is where I spend yeah. <laughs> so much of my time. Um, I think my wife would, would agree. This has been a very, very good place. And to the point where we, we love to preach the, 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 how special Central is to all the families out there and just say, hey, this is a really good place. You should really check this place out. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but this is, get, take a look. It's not just the big downtown school that's biggest in the state. And all. No, no, no. It's, there is something here that is special and, and I love having my kids here. Yeah, and it's great to see like, we, we of course know, well, I didn't know your son was your son until I saw your <laughs> wife and your daughter come into my room. But me having your son in my classroom, it's always really cool to see just like to have like a teacher's kid in your room is always like, this is kind of cool. Like, oh, like they really it's almost like a, a nod of like you're doing good enough that you can have my son or daughter in your classroom. Excited to see that he was in your class. And <laughs> and as as you said, I I don't go around to be just like, hey, you got my kid. Yeah. Um, Try to just kind of play that, play Trust that down, and, and let it work. And I, th- I know that my children are are not; they don't boast that out there. Um, I think that was back when when I was trying to let Amelia pick. I think she was really hesitant to pick Central. She said that she didn't want to have Central, and at one point yeah. I had to say, "Don't worry, I don't have to be your teacher. I, yeah. I don't have to let that happen. That that can work." Of course, Murphy's Law comes in any time that you're trying to do something technological. It's going to be uh, your batteries die and you don't have luck. Technology is great as long, uh, just barely. 
just barely. <laughs> it's great enough that if you get frustrated easily, you probably shouldn't be using technology. So let's let's dive into talk about math. Of course, you being the math department head, math has several different variables. Um, Central offers a wide variety of math classes, and um, that requires a lot of teachers to teach several different types of math. You are no different from this teaching IB math, pre-algebra, AP calculus, college algebra. How are you able to teach so many courses, different styles of math, and different styles of students? I, I like to tell the tell the teachers, tell the tell the students that I've taught every class here at Central, except for geometry. That is the one well, that's that has not been on my schedule, and it's not by not for any reason. It just hasn't hasn't just been there. But shapes, that's every, what it is. <laughs> that may be it. No, I've. Uh, <laughs> Every now and then, get the chance. I like to tutor it, and I like to to stop, pop in, and help out with them. But uh, it's really cool to be able to have been in um, all of them, in each of the each of the different types of classes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm really lucky that in my second year, uh, well, in my first year of teaching, we had a a large shift in the in the department, and the department chair who is who is there. Um, asked me, do I want to teach the calculus class? And so normally that wow. is not something that you get to do out of the gate. Yeah. Here I was looking right at it. And so that has been the, the, the one class that's been the longest I've, I've, I've been in. I've gave it up for a couple of years, been back in it out back in. So it, it just kind of comes and goes, but, um, I like mixing things up. You don't like to stick with the same thing over and over, but there are a couple of classes where I do enjoy that. Um, you get to see the 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 beauty of the mathematics that goes along. You get to see how they are all connected, and then to know the, what those connections are, then to be able to talk about it with the students. You talk about with with the the different types of students and the different feelings towards the subject. Um, you know, the it's very very easy for someone to say, "Oh, you teach math? I don't like that one." Um, and it's like that's a little shocking. It's like. That, why would you tell me that? And it's funny to have when people say that they don't like your subject, like that by no means is a compliment. That's not, not trying to, that doesn't make you feel any better. I mean, like, it, oh. it, is, it is something they are trying to make a connection with you. Not the best connection, but my answer to that is, is usually, well, maybe you just haven't had the right teacher to, to help you. And my, my philosophy has always been, uh, if you don't know it now, that doesn't mean you can't. It's just a matter of, matter of, of when. There's, I've, taught classes here, I've taught classes at the community college, at the university, and you see people all over the spectrum and there is a come a point where, and you, it's so satisfying to hear, it's like, I never really thought of it that way, or I never saw that. And when you see that click, it's like, there you go, now let's keep on keep yeah. on going. And to break those barriers, that's that's the key. Well, and people have such a fear of math. I even emailed you an article a couple weeks ago about yeah. the fear of math. People hear the word math and they've got this, this mental block or this mental like, I'm not good at math. I don't like math. And that is such like a you have it or don't have it type mindset. And when people ask about that, it's 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 really interesting when people think, well, what is the math? Is it computation? Is it what you type into a calculator? That's that's computation. Is that mathematical thinking? Is it I needed to plan my bike ride to come from home to here? Well, that's trying to figure out a map and trying to find the most most efficient path to be able to do that that's yeah. math you like doing a puzzle that's math it's there's so many different ways to think mathematically that you don't realize what you're doing but there was some experience somewhere along the way that freaks you out and you don't like it and i'm just bad at math now yeah. you might be bad at something but it's okay it's, it's you can work through those things. That doesn't mean you, you'll never be good at it and you'll never be able to. I mean, if you always have that idea where you'll never be good at something and then take out math and just leave a blank there, like that, that's going to be a problematic long term. You're, you're never going to be good at a lot of things because 
you have that mental block in there. So like we said, a lot of people, a lot of people do complain. Uh, for me with history, people complain that history is boring. They say the same thing. Oh, you teach history. Oh, they either love it or they hate it. I'm like, oh, I hated history. I'm like, thanks. Make me feel so good. <laughs> so how do you make math engaging then when, when oftentimes people come in with this mental block of I'm not good at math, I don't like math. How do you then engage those? It's mainly trying to make connections and show them um, show them that they there are things that they can do. And now, one wonderful example is, and you've probably seen them. They're out on out on Facebook, out on Twitter. They put out little picture puzzles like if a cat plus a hamburger yeah. is equal to five, <laughs> and really all that. And I've I've done that to introduce one of the units in algebra. Um, and the kids, they get into it. And oh my gosh, they love it. They go, oh, let's do another picture. Let's do it. And then you have, well, the spider had eight legs here, which was worth eight, but this spider only has six. So you have to change. They get into it. They catch those little things. And I say, I, I, when I'm in the class, I was like, watch this. I have a magic power. My magic power is I could suck all of the fun out of what we're doing right now. And you take that cat, you just make it an X. You take that hamburger, you make it a Y. And now it turns into a systems of equations. And <laughs> one year when I did that, the, the, the feeling in the room was just like, oh, no. <laughs> it's like, no, but that's what you're doing. So really when it is framing and connecting what it is that you're trying to do in the, in those areas to what the student recognizes and, yeah. and finding a way to make that connection. I think the real moral story is here. We need to talk to Texas industries and they need to get then like emojis on their calculators. <laughs> a smiley face versus an X is a way different world. Exactly. Or a piece of pizza, you can relate to pizza. <laughs> they might get hungry throughout the throughout exactly. doing their thing, but it could work. It's just the X and a Y. The, that's always the issues with that. Well, with a lot of math teachers teaching other subjects or teaching multiple classes, oftentimes we don't, as teachers, get the chance to co-plan with educators who are teaching the same class. But math is very different. A lot of your math teachers are working together while they're teaching the same class. They're working together on worksheets, on packets, on making sure that everybody is kind of in the same way. How have you inspired that within your your department, and uh, or maybe continued that. Tradition. I think it's I think it's more of a continued thing, and I've I've felt that way for as long as I've been. I I, I love that community. Mm -hmm. We've gone through a lot of changes over the years. I mean, there's been people come, people go, yeah. but every year the 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 same feeling is this is a group that we take care of each other. Whether it's like you said, we're, we're putting together material for a class. We do have some teachers that teach a standalone classes. And yeah, it gets hard when you're the only one doing that. So yeah. if you could divide and conquer with some of those things, then that's a best practice. And we really want to make it so, well, if you earn a A from Beckman's geometry class, that cannot be any different than the A that you get from Larson's geometry. Mm -hmm. We need to all be on the same page. And when you're on the same page and you're fighting the same fight, it makes a huge difference. And it's something that our department has really bought into it and they really take care of themselves. They have always done such an amazing job and I consider myself super lucky to be with that group. I, I love that group and I love that group of people and, and the way that they lean on each other. The timing of it stinks. Um, when I ask them, is there anything that I can get for you? The answer is always, I need more time. I need to be able yeah. to sit down with these, always which is time. not possible. So they're, they're very good and very resourceful, whether it's you know in teams, there's an algebra team, there's a geometry team, there's a 3-4 team wow. that will say, I'm going to put, hey, I just made this quiz, I'll put this here. I've got this test here, let's do this together. So Love it. They've, they've done that for as long as I can remember, which makes it just a just a, a great group to be with. Well, and it, it's, we look at other subjects, and I was talking to, to Ms. Brandt about this too. Math is something that builds. It is history for me, it's content. I mean, if you really miss the first semester, second semester, you probably can dive in and do that. But with math, you can't, 
you can't do that. You can't just kind of have gaps in your math education because there's building blocks. But then if you look on a macro level, it's so different because like you said, if you have multiple teachers teaching geometry and this person doesn't cover this or this person doesn't get this far or they didn't cover this topic, they're gonna that could that's gonna long term be an issue, the long term plan. For me, missing I don't know, the nineties and not talking about NWA or something, they'll be okay when they move on to the next level. Sure. So it's a really, really like important, impactful thing to focus on how they're growing long term. Yeah. It's super important to have those have that communication within the department that way when we're handing them off we're we're working together as a team we're all we're all trying to trying to get them to that same that same goal well speaking of teams um recently the central high mathletes uh won the yeah. university of lincoln math ball contest now you may not may not you weren't the coach for this team nope. necessarily but you nope. probably taught a lot of these students what does it take to win a math ball contest well, i mean shout out to miss Beidel and yeah. shout out to the math team because that was Incredible. Um, 1995 was the was the last time that we have that wow. had that honor. <laughs> when they go to this contest, they take a test in the morning. Mm -hmm. uh, we had a student win that, and then they do their 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 bowl in the afternoon, the quiz bowl in the afternoon. And there are teams that they really really prepare. Like yeah. they they prepare like you are preparing for a volleyball team is practicing for a tournament. A, a baseball team is practicing a basketball. They, they run through drills. They run through questions. There are teams that really, really do that. Our team didn't really put in that much time for that. Yeah. There's some ex super extremely talented thinkers in that, in that math crew. I think one thing though, that, that really sets them apart is they create the middle school math, math contest. Yeah. And to be successful in a contest, you have to know how to do contest questions. Now it's a mm -hmm. completely different level. Middle school contest uh, questions are not at the same level as the high school, but it's sometimes you get them in the same in that same vein. Or sometimes you have to come up with questions for those middle school kids that that they that you need to challenge them. They can't get all of them right. So mm -hmm. what's really cool about our contest is that the the it's all written by the high school the high school kids. That's awesome. Uh, there are companies out there where you could buy questions and and have them. It, they, they pick a theme and then they write questions around that. And they've wow. done that every year. And so when you get kids that have that brain and know th how to think through that and are, have that in their back pocket, it's a huge, huge uh, advantage for, for our kids. Plus, they're really stinking smart. That, yeah. group, that <laughs> group that did that... Um, was we're so proud of them, so so excited for them. And when when I saw who they were who they were up against, a, a really very good friend of mine. I know what their team does. I know the prep that they go through. Mm -hmm. uh, and to be able to do what our team did, that says a lot for says a lot for the program. It says a lot for the kids in the program. It says a lot for Miss Vital and what she did with them. It was amazing. Yeah, shout out to them. That's awesome. That's great for the math department. That's great for those students. Central High proud. <laughs> Let's step to the side for a quick Eagle shout-out section. A few shout-outs for some Eagles doing great things. First off, shout-out to the Central High Girls swim team on winning the 2023 Lewis Central Invite in Council Bluffs. They took on teams from around Nebraska and Iowa to win this event. Congratulations to them. Secondly, shout-out to the IB art students who recently had a gallery at the Bancroft Street Market for the annual IB Art Exhibition. And of course, shout out to all the students doing great things at Central High every single day. We appreciate the work they're doing. Let's get back to our episode.
Well, that's awesome. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk a little bit of athletics. Of course, you are the uh, fall and winter coach for boys and girls golf. Yep. In the past conversations, we've talked about where for golf, you'll take anybody. You'll take anybody who's played for a while, who's never played. Um, you're willing to do that. So what is it like to teach, number one, a very frustrating game, but number two, a very rewarding type game as well? Well, I'll actually back it up just a little bit farther than that. My my first coaching gig here at Central was volleyball. So there's another connection that we have. Mm-hmm, yeah. I did that for 13 years. And then my when I first started teaching here, the Jim Gallus was the golf coach. He brought me in as, a, as an unpaid assistant where he said, I, I can't pay you, but I'll let you play golf. And I'm like, why not? That's going to be great. It's a skill, yeah. So I was able to do that for a little while. Um, and when Amelia was born... Time is an issue, so I had to let some things mm-hmm. go. I, I, I stayed coaching volleyball, come over and and let the golf go. But when the years went by, the golf position opened up again, and I'm like, I I really really enjoy working with with Coach Dirks, Coach Meyer, Coach Cap. I really really like that crew, and I was with the volleyball program for 13 years. Mm-hmm. But volleyball was something that I enjoyed. Golf is something that I've loved for forever, and it's such a a sport that anybody can play. It's super hard, but once you once you get the feel for what that what that nice shot feels like, it's it's awesome. I told you that when we were talking before that anybody can come into the program because you never know how they're going to develop and how quickly they're going to take it on. And yeah. you need to have, well, with this size of a school, you need some kind of an activity to hook up with. And so if this can bring somebody in to hook up with another community, this is great. We'll take you. Uh, and if you want to learn, great. Let's 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 learn how to do this. So we've had people that come in that are state qualifiers and they um, they medaled at the state tournament. We've got some that come in. I always always think of the story on the girls' side. First day of practice, we're, we're out at the golf course. School, the, the fall sports start before school starts. So we're able to do this in the morning and we're standing there. Kids are coming to the course. One of the girls shows up and, and, and it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'd like to try. I've never played before. I said, that's okay. And in my mind, I'm trying to think, okay, well, have you never played? Have you hit on the range? Have you done putt-putt? Where, where are we at? So I always try to get that figured out. And so I was like, well, you know, kids are still coming and we're waiting for the team to show up. So why don't you go grab your putter and we'll just putt around on the, on the putting green. Mm-hmm. She goes over to the bag, picks it up, and she goes, which one is the putter? <laughs> and so I was like, okay, so that's where we're at. Um, but the, the super fun story was that she was willing to learn. She worked with it. Didn't put her in a tournament all year, obviously. She mm-hmm, just starting. Yeah. Saw, she was a freshman. Sophomore year, she comes in, still working. I think at the very end, we put her in as in a JV tournament. And it's just like, you can now make your way around the golf course. You, you've you put in the time. You've worked on this. So I'm thinking as a junior, you you are playing varsity. She is, she yeah. has come from all this. Come come the uh, winter time, the winter conferences for second semester, family stops by my, by my table and just has this deep, you know, sad look on their face. And it's like, coach Larson, I'm so sorry. We're moving to South Dakota. And I'm like, Oh, this would have been so cool to have. But, but no, um, I, I, I love being able to share that, share that game. 
um, and love being able to bring people in uh, and meet people where they're at, whether they are at the very beginning, whether they've been playing for a long time. It's it's a fun game. It's an awesome game. And on the guy's side, we had, uh, it wasn't this season, it was the season before. He was over on the driving range, took a shot, and he just, just turned right to me and he says, I just love to watch that ball fly. And it's like, gotcha. That's that's mm-hmm. all it's gonna take. So yeah. that's yeah, it's it's a ton of fun out there. Well that's awesome. Who's a few golfers who've really improved starting maybe from early beginnings and growing grown a lot? Who's a couple of people on the team you might want to give a shout out to? On the, the girls' side of things, there's a troop of sophomores, freshmen and sophomores that I had. We lost a senior who she she was gonna be a senior this year went to transfer to a different school. So we had a, we have a group of sophomores and it's the entire team on the girls side. That is, I love to see where they're, they're excited and they love to be out on the, out on the course. So that's the whole girls team has, I I, I really like what is coming up in these next couple of years. The boys team, we've, we've had a influx of, of people that played some other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some baseball players that came in yeah. uh, and glad that they were able to, to join with us. Sorry, Coach Krieber. Uh, <laughs> but, that's how it goes. Yeah, that's how it goes. <laughs> but uh, but a couple of those guys, and I, I really love watching the freshmen as they come in to, to watch as they as they develop along. Uh, they've, they just kind of, they get that taste, they get to the district, all of a sudden feel what that actual pressure is like. This year, we've got, um, on the guys' side, we've got a couple guys who have been with us since the very beginning and now yeah. they're going to be juniors and seniors. They're going to, they are going to have that taste of, okay, now I get to be number one and, and here we go. So I'll be interested to see what, what, how they do when, when they are the number one guy out there and yeah. what they, what they do. That's cool to see that development. Cool to see that change. Well, you and I of course shared a lot of history, but we, you and I share history, both working for Trek Bicycle Corporation. Shout out to Kent and Maya. They're still doing great things. And we both, of course, worked there, but at separate times, even we have another teacher we're talking about, Mr. Ruckty, worked for Trek Bicycle Corporation, or still does. Uh, so it's funny to see how many people have worked there, but not actually together. You, of course, are a big cyclist. What is, uh, is, is cycling uh, meant to you? What has it done for your life? What has that, that past been like? So I've always enjoyed, always enjoyed cycling. Um, and it was actually somebody here at Central, I don't even know who the student was, Early on, when I was was teaching here, they they knew I rode my bike to school. And that was back then; it was just occasionally. Yeah. They handed me a little flyer about a, a organization called Team and Training, which is through the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, and said, "You ride bikes, maybe you want to do this." So I went to their little information meeting, and I was like, listening to what their program was all about. It's like, well, I have to do this. This is amazing. So I went from a participant to a mentor to coaching for years on their in their cycling program. And then cycling just became, you know, you know how it is. Cycling mm-hmm. just becomes what you do. Uh, it's not just a form of exer- exercise. It's transportation. It's how I get around. It's what I, what I, what I do. And oh, to do, I love so working fun. the shop. Yeah. Uh, talking with the customers as they come in, working with the bikes and, and getting people set up with, you know, you're making an investment. You're, let me help you out with this because this could be really, really cool. I just thinking about it. So I made sure that I rode my bike in today to, to this talk. I love the connection that the just being on the bike makes you have with the community. You're yes. slowing down, you're looking around, you see this is this is where you're at. And so all these years driving back and forth from home to home to central, where you see the community that that you're a part of and it's kind of kind of fun, kind of cool and I it's been it's been fun seeing the progression of who the cyclist because there's always been the cyclist teacher at at central. Yes. So uh, when I first started it was Al Roder who was cycling all the time and 
so was Shipman. But mm-hmm. what was interesting was Shipman went through a time where he couldn't ride his bike to school. And it, yeah. when, it, it was because he had his, his, you mentioned earlier, his kids come through here. Yep. And so when his kids were here, he was he was the carpool. He was driving. Yeah. And I remember him telling him, t- telling me that it's like, yeah, I'd love to ride, but there'll be time. And so I, I keep that. That's good mindset. Now, That's a really good mindset. I keep that inside thinking, is, I'm going to enjoy this time now when I can ride my ride back and forth with, uh, with my kids to school. When they're gone and graduated, then I can be back on the bike and I'll get back to it. So as I'm taking that break now, I know you're riding. Yep. I know Morley's riding. I know Rukti's riding. Yeah. So it's like, oh, we've we still got our cyclists here at Central, which is really, really cool. See, Dr. CFC, she was riding for on and off there. So it's, uh, it's, it's fun. I've always been the worst commuter, though. I, um, I have buddies who are... are no car. I mean, Rukti is one who is a, wants to be, is a single car household, but wants to continue to be a single car ha- household. But I have buddies who commute all the time, and, and they're, oh, they're doing five miles one way, and yeah. like I'm always like, I have the wor- I'm the worst commuter. I'm always such a complainer about that. Yeah. And it, I need to be better about that. But I love what you said, where it's like there will be time. I, I think of that with my kids. Like if I had to go to daycare, like there's no way the kids. Would. No, no. It, there, there will be time, and and uh, yeah, you get what you can. And especially to see the things you that you get to see, like just there's those favorite spots or that shop or that house or that that tree or when you're really way out there that that just that view of maybe the rolling hills or something that just really like you have to stop. And sometimes we're in such a hurry to go 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 and move move move. I have that. I'm terrible about that. <laughs> but when you stop and you look at that and you really take that in, it's like you, it's really filling your cup to do that type of thing. And and being out, I even I ride alone a lot, so being out there alone and your own thoughts and your own uh gives you gives you a time to gather and slow down and think about what you're what you're doing i had a, remember i had a professor in it in college where that was his his release was i'm just going to go right around town mm-hmm. and think about this math problem and i'd hear him say that and it's like that's a little weird but now i'm <laughs> you have a whiteboard on your bike <laughs> by any chance no, i'm too? in there thinking it's like oh no i totally get it oh I, yes. I, I totally get that <laughs> oh totally i have your your career path kind of planned out if you don't know this yet but <laughs> When you eventually are going to retire from teaching and you're, you're done doing your math life thing, what you're going to do is apply at UNO. You're going to work for the hockey team, okay? You're going to be one of their head coaches or their managers or just part of the program. So talk us through what the University of Nebraska at Omaha Mavericks hockey team really has been for you because you're, a, I mean, a hugely avid fan with, with season tickets and even you got a shout-out from the, the conference. Yeah, the fan of the week was, was the thing. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> so, yeah, it's... My, my wife and I are both UNO grads, and when the program started, we, we started going to the game. Hockey's been, a, been, a, been one thing that I've truly loved growing up my whole life. I, mm-hmm. hockey, is, hockey is the greatest sport. And when UNO started playing, it's just like, yeah. Lancers were always fun. My wife was a huge Lancer fan when she was going through high school. I, I would go to some of the games. Uh, but when UNO was going, it's like, that's, that's a different level. And yeah. so it's been a lot of fun to watch that program go throughout the years. Uh, years ago, it was a Christmas present to get tickets to the, to the team. Uh, and we've kept those going from, for over all the years. Um, and it, oddly enough, of all the things that I coach, I, I do coach my son's hockey team. Oh, you do? I didn't uh, even know that. And so we're, we're very excited. He's going to play, hopefully, fingers crossed, he'll play for the club team that central has metro um, yeah we'll be metro doing that hockey. club metro we'll, mm-hmm. we'll do that and ever since he started i i i ask him at the beginning of every year it's like you okay if i i coach it, it, and he's always been sure that's that's fine so i i help help him coaching so uh while i would love to say well i'll just keep following you along as you go up to go to you know you go to you know uh, that's hey, it, bench. it's i would be glad 
to load the team's bags on and off the bus. If you just get me there, that's that's fine. I I love the game. I love watching it. I love the community that is the Omaha hockey community. And uh, yeah, I I love being on the bench and watching. Uh, but I, I think I've reached my peak on on uh, young adult uh, young adult hockey. I, I've I've reached my reached my level. I don't know if I can go beyond that. But that might be tough. <laughs> I'm a good encourager. I'm a great. I, 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 I cheer very loud mm-hmm. um, and my, as my family and the people that sit two or three rows in front of me, they know that I, I like to cheer, cheer loud. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's so much fun to have that as my, my release and to let my mind go for a little bit and just, just watch. It's so much fun. Well, totally. Go Mavs in the end. Go Mavs. Totally. Go Mavs. <laughs> so in closing, this is, I always love this question. I ask people, so what's your message to Central High alumni, families, and students uh, in our community? So to the staff, thank you for sticking through and doing all that you do. That is that is a wonderful. Thank you to the administration for being the the background and being the backbone for us and being that support for us. To the families, you you trust your children with us, so thank you for that trust. And I think I know that the teachers know that we we're going to take care of we're going to take care of your kids. So thank you, uh, thank you for trusting us with with your kids. To the alum, thank you for loving Central. Yeah, uh, and and I. Everyone has, kind of back to that first question, everybody has their reason why and everybody has their connection with that. I'm always decked out in my purple. I've got my purple coat. Over this this break, I went to the outlet malls. I think four, three or four different people stopped us and said, oh, Central. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's always. always somebody saying something and, oh, I went to school there here. I went here or I have I, my parent went there. There's So alumni, you love this place and... I love you for that. That mm-hmm. is that yeah. is awesome. Um, for the students, keep doing what you're doing. You're the breath of Central right now. You keep this thing, place going. I mean, it, you keep it what it is, and you're going to be in charge of that, carrying that 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 pride on as as you leave from here. And and for the kids that are coming into this place, there's no better place to no better place to be. Yeah. So yeah, thank you to to everybody, and and of course special thanks to the foundation because you bring that all together, um, mm-hmm. and you provide so much for the teachers, so much for the students, so much for everybody in this community. That that without you, it doesn't happen. So that is that is incredible. It's so much fun. Well, I appreciate you taking the time to cycle up here in the cold, even though it's a little warmer, but cycle up here in the cold and join me here for Chatting at the Sea. All right. Thank you very much.